Crank up that diesel. Um, um, um. Let's go diesel. Um. plans after getting our ass whooped like that uh yeah uh winging it is our style and uh <laughs> i mean no need to make plans for a fucking barbershop style podcast anyway let's just roll all right um all right so let's let's do a little recap real quick right one and two fresh off of ass whooping at home at at link south um <laughs> there's a lot to unpack from from sunday's loss versus philly uh I think the the first thing that I would go with is, boy, the offense looked super unprepared. Uh, not only was the O-line getting thrashed and Carson Wentz was doing his best to hold on to the ball too long and not help him out, even the receivers, our, 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 our trio receivers, like they, like they weren't even getting open as much, I feel, as they had in weeks past. And Philly got a good defense, but it was a complete fucking wipeout at the hands of the Eagles. So let me throw it to you guys. What are your, like, after three days to digest that ass whooping, what do you have to say about <laughs> Sunday's game? I like how you said after three days to digest that ass whooping. I like that. <laughs> hey, man, it was uh, it was concerning. I'm still slightly concerned, I'll be honest, because that's back-to-back weeks where the offense just came out. And like you said, they just look unprepared. And it's just disappointing that, once again, a riverboat-led team – here in Washington seems to be coming off to a slow start. And I don't know if it's coaching. I don't, I, I can't really say what it is. Obviously we're not there, but it's just concerning, man. And just the overall performance of the offense in general, like the defense actually showed up. I felt, I don't know how you guys feel, but I actually thought they came prepared. They came ready. They really off the field on a couple back-to-back three and outs. Like they were in the game, shut them out the first quarter. And as we know, the second quarter just went crazy, but, it's it's a concern, man. And with another division game on deck, I really hope that whatever adjustments need to be made have been made because that performance on Sunday, if that happens again, that's it might be a, a code red, Jay Gruden voice. Damn, code red already. Okay. If they come out with another performance like that, I ain't got not code red just yet. But again, like it's that's a cause for concern, man. Yeah, I think, I mean, offensively, I'm going to separate the, the game in a way. It looked like a defense special teams were ready to play. Teams came out smacking yeah, shit, Cliff. Like they were ready to play. I feel like offensively, I think we were talking about this earlier in the year, like when Robinson got, got shot. The issue was going to be that I felt like early in the season, it was going to mean we were going to be really relying on Carson. Which meant that some you might get a bad Carson game. What I say to y'all in the chat, it's like uh, what's it's like Geo. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> okay, like just when okay, couple good games, mix in with some you know the the rough plays, but then you get an egg. But I feel like the egg on on offense that was everybody. That was O yeah. line. That was Wentz. That was Scott Turner. Yep. They had to accept that they could. There's no way they came into this game thinking they could just five-step drop and throw the ball against the Eagles. It was unreal. Like, we got Rodgers. Unreal. Even Rodgers and Brady, that wouldn't be the game plan. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think you just got behind the eight ball, and then by the time, by the time you sort of figured out some of the protections him was, Carson was shook. He ain't the first QB to be shook by pressure, so I'm not going to make that a Carson thing. I've seen other QBs in those kind of games just look like ass the whole game. So, it's yeah. tough because the defense played a good first quarter and they gave us a chance, but we the offense just never gave the team a chance. Not, not at, at no point during the game did they give them a chance at all. Um, I just want to say one thing to that point that Cliff mentioned about Brian Robinson. Like, I understand that the expectation was for Robinson to be the leader in this run game, but obviously with the he got shot, we understand the situation. So I understand Antonio Gibson was moving into a new role this year. That's all been clear. But if you know you're not going to have the running back that you're expecting to have and you know you have a running back that's actually capable of getting the job done, yes, he leaves yards out there. We get all that. We don't need to go through all that. But he's showing you he can get it done. And I kind of felt like Gibson actually came out, and in the few carries he had, he was running the ball well. It was very disappointing to not see them adjust and actually notice, oh, it looks like, you know, the running game is going. We're getting Carson killed. Let's try to adjust and, you know, keep handing off to Gibson or try to give McKissick more carries or throw Jonathan Williams in there. It was just like we just completely ignored that we actually had a decent in the beginning of the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's like in those kind of games, the game plan seems like it should be to just be really physical with the Eagles. I feel like if you're going to come out there and drop back, you're playing into their hands. Yep. You know what I mean? Their their run defense has the same struggles our run defense has. You could at least come out like with bigger packages. I think one of the, the other questions I think for the offense going forward is, can you be an 11 personnel team ball game? Your O line might be rough enough to where you can't, this can't be your base formation. Yep. So yeah. I think that's something to think about, especially against teams like that. Although, in some ways, I feel like that, that I've seen other teams in the league have like those bulk sack games. Mm-hmm. It didn't mean that everything needed to be changed from that point. So I just think sometimes teams, I'm not even excuse it. That just seemed like something I've seen before. I've even seen like the top QBs being a game where it's like your offense is not moving the ball, you can't block anyone. They better step that shit up on next Sunday, though. I'll tell you that yep. much. Well, Cliff, what, would you, what would you say? What would you say um, about the fact that this is, you know, I'd say. Two and a half games out of the three, they've been under siege. Like, versus the Jags, you know, a quiet first half for their defense. Second half, Trayvon Walker got popping. Versus the Lions, Aiden Hutchinson had, you know, a big day, the first big day of his career. And then last Sunday, you know, they were getting thrashed from sun up to sun down. It was kind of like a total collapse of the pass protection. Maybe it's on Wentz, maybe it's on the O-line. But this is three straight games almost where they've been – Average to below average at protecting the passer. Maybe you need to be. Maybe you need to be more. Like this is what I mean. And I think somewhat to what Corey said. It seems like because Gibson is out there and not Robinson, that they are just they don't want to run as much mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So these games open up instead of the defenses. The, the Eagles did not respect any play action on Sunday. Nope, not one. Why would they? Nope. Right, so I think when Gibson's out there, they just feel like, oh, well, we can be a little bit of like the quick the quick game passing team, but 
that I just feel like that exposes Wentz too much. Like yep. Wentz is like any other solid average, just solid QB. They need certain things, man. Mm-hmm. You can't just ask them. To, the Eagles clearly have a good defense. You can't ask them to go beat that defense traveling back, man. Five step drops. It's not gonna. Happen. It's just cr- it's crazy that they even would think it's okay to have Wentz do that. Like we all know who Wentz is and what he's going through, and even his time with the Colts. Like Jonathan Taylor made things easier for Wentz. That's why he had his 27 touchdowns, seven picks. Like, why are we asking Wentz to drop back versus that D-line? No running game. Like, the Eagles, they knew. It's almost like they knew what was coming. Yeah. Like, well, they're not going to run it. So, you know what? D-line, go to work. It seemed like go they knew what was coming it's in the secondary. It seemed like they just had a good read on what, on what Scott Turner was yep. trying to do. Yeah. It's funny you say that, Corey, because they, they were averaging 5.5 yards per carry on first down, so they could have conceivably run the ball. And if we're keeping it a stack, even when they were down, even when it became, I don't know, 17-0 or, or whatever, they probably should have just stuck to the run game because you know that Carson Wentz isn't going to have time. You know that they weren't respecting any play action, and any attempt to do so would lead to sacks, possibly fumbles, definitely disaster. So they probably should have stuck to the run game longer than they did even if it wasn't working, even if you're running on second and seven, run the ball. Mm-hmm. We can't let Carson Wentz take a seven-step drop. Cannot happen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know we spoke, we spoke glowingly of Scott Turner the last couple of weeks. This is really a, a failing on his part. Yeah. I'll be honest, man. That was the first time I was really disappointed in Scott's game plan. I, I just didn't understand what we were trying to do. And you're, you're literally watching your O-line just get abused, and they're getting your quarterback annihilated in the pocket like – at some point, you got to make an adjustment, and there were just no adjustments. It, it, it was it was disappointing. Yeah. Um, let's switch over to the defense real quick. I, I know you, you got to go soon, CS. So let's keep this this train moving. Um, I said the defense had a pretty decent day, which is you know considering they gave up twenty four points in the first half, you would think, man, they, they got dulled again. But you know they got yeah, one quarter. Times. One quarter. In, uh, sorry, in the, in the second quarter alone, I didn't even mean to say the first half. All in the second yeah. quarter, which is wild. They got all their scoring done in 15 minutes. But um, I think they did a good job early in the game, especially early in the game. They got a few um, three and outs, got on with the field a few times. I think that at some point, just they were on the field too much. The offense mm-hmm. wasn't having sustained drives, and they the levy just broke. And, like, again, I don't fault them for this. They did some things that I didn't really like, did some things that I did like, but I think at some point you just can't have the defense be on the field play after play after play, drive after drive. I mean, but you know that. what's funny? I don't even feel like that's what it was. Fucking guys were making plays, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Eagles guys were making plays, contested catches, big plays down the field. They didn't run the ball well on us. Nope. No. It, there wasn't really any blown coverages. I think the only nope. play where it was like, what the hell happened here was the Goddard touchdown. Right? Or the play where, the, where Coach should have thrown the damn flag. Yeah. We know right, Devontae right. Smith didn't catch it, but yeah. But then Goddard had to play, and even on that Devontae Smith cat, that one that was nine bounds, that was a difficult catch because it was good coverage. Yeah. Great coverage. Devontae was making plays. A.J. Brown yeah. making plays. That's why you yeah. lost the game. What they average? 2.4 yards a carry. The Eagles. Mm. Couldn't yep. run the ball. The thing is, we played the, we played the Eagles under Hurts now. Let's start third time playing them. Right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. First couple games, and this isn't to say you had a bad game. I think when you're able to just get these huge chunk plays because guys are getting a the bucket, they might not get those next time you see them. I think we made them work pretty hard. I just think the sacks 
look bad in a highlight reel. It's all. Fucker so says negative one passing yard next to your name in the third quarter. People going to make fun of you. <laughs> so, like straight up. Yeah. But this sounds weird to say. I'd like to see us versus that team with the actual running game intact. Because mm-hmm. I think it, when the Eagles get down, when it gets down the line with the Eagles and they get, whether they play, whether it's a Bucks playoff game, Packers, 49ers, that run game is going to be their killing field, man. Mm-hmm. So those teams wouldn't come out and try to throw the ball like we did. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you on that. Corey, what are your thoughts? I mean, just to follow up on Cliff's point, man, like I thought the defense, they came out flying around. Like, you know, I, I've been shitting on my man Jamin for some weeks, but I got to give him some credit again. I thought Jamin came out. I thought he was flying flying to the ball, making plays. Mm-hmm. I thought, um, obviously, St. Juice. I mean, everybody knows St. Juice had a great game, and I'm going to be real with y'all right now. The coaches are going to need to make a fucking adjustment and put St. Juice on the outside. I don't need to see Fuller or Bill Jack both lined up outside anymore. St. Juice showed me enough that this brother looks like he's a ball player. We've been playing him out of position. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping. I don't know what we're doing with this gentleman, Rashad Wild Goose. The guy got to go. Bro. Gotta go. Need to hit the road, Gross. brother. Uh, so I'm sorry. Sorry, it had to be you, Wild Goose, Wild Turkey, <laughs> but you was getting dogged. That first pass wrong. interference, I'm like, yo, have you ever played defense before? No, both of them. Yeah, Paul. Both of them were full on panic. He was panicking from like 15 yards. Just start holding. Let's be honest. Like, even I know we were shitting on Danny Johnson, and Danny Johnson had a bad preseason, but when Danny actually went out there last year and came and played a nickel, he didn't even look that damn bad. So. Again, I'm gonna go back to the coaching. What were they seeing in Rashad Wild Goose? Who has not played any snaps and felt like it was okay to put this brother out there in that situation like that. I just don't understand why they did yeah. that. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like you said, overall, I thought the defense started off well, right? About 50 that that shit is unacceptable. That's a game changer, Cliff. That's unacceptable. And right? they targeted him the minute they saw him too. Yeah. <sighs> That just speaks to the to the maturation of Jalen Hurts. Two years ago, he doesn't identify the mark that quickly, though. The second that 37 was on the field, Winston, not Winston, I said Winston. Hurts wasn't looking nowhere else besides the quarter the wide receiver. That Can you blame him? Sure. So, I mean, that's a good recognition by them on their part. And, you know, like we, like we said on this podcast before, you know, Rivera is in charge of the personnel. We got to ask, what the hell were you thinking when you replaced this guy with Danny Johnson? Like, it, it's just like, yeah, Danny had a rough preseason, but he was he's a a pro and he's been here and he knows the system. Wild Goose, he just showed up after cuts and the first action he got, he was he looked like he don't belong. It, it, I'm not saying it costs, us, it costs us the game, but that was a big detriment, a big detriment. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it dog, it just handed him about 70 yards. Literally. And you like and you also look like you had no chance in hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that I was kinda harsh on Kendall Fuller this week, especially on Twitter. Um you know, it's it's tough because he's in position to make plays, man, but he's just not making them. Like both those um the bomb to Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. what, what's wrong with me today? Devontae Smith and then the touchdown a few plays later. Both were, you know, he was in good position, but you're just not making yeah. the plays. Like, oh no, you're getting you know, lost out here, bro. Yeah, close don't mm-hmm. count. It's not horseshoes. Uh, it ain't uh, even just that you're not making plays. You're getting lost out here. You in posters but, out here. Highlight reels. Have a, 
let's be let's keep it a buck though with Fuller. I feel like we've had this conversation a few times about Fuller. Like, do y'all think maybe he just gets off to a slow start? Because usually Fuller comes around, but it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to give him an excuse. No excuses for that bullshit he was doing. But I feel like we've seen this from Fuller, and he gradually gets better as the weeks go on. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna kill him too much. But I feel you, Paul. That that shit was unacceptable for Kendall Fuller. You you getting paid too much money, like. You and you and Billy Jack have got to pick it up. We're relying on you clearly to be the number one, number two cornerback. Said they just have not been performing. To see St. Juice play that way, hey baby, look at those two. Like, hey bro, what the fuck, man? <laughs> this guy, like, the, they're strapping. The, the Eagles came out there. Their game plan was to target him. Mm-hmm. Then they were like, oh well, it's 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 lockdown over there. <laughs> yeah. So they start oh, targeting your $12 million corner? <laughs> What's going on no. out here? Mm-hmm. How come he's, I ain't seen y'all make plays like that in like two years. Mm-hmm. How are he making Facts. all these plays? Facts. And that was no, that all of on, The play he made on A.J. Brown was as, as one that's textbook coverage. Mm-hmm. So that end zone play to Devontae. I seen Bill Jacket cooked on that plenty of times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shit, we saw him get cooked on it last week. And get a flag. <laughs> First St. Brown. Yeah. Like, come on. How come this guy come out? That was a good thing to see. Like, it's weird. We got smoked. Right? We basically got put in the pack second half, second quarter, smoke. Game was over. But there were some things on defense that were that were actually that left me feeling positive. For sure. St. Juice, we just gotta keep you healthy and get you out there, man. Bill Jack, they got to move Fuller inside. Yeah. Period. It, it can't be the St. Juice is inside because you try to keep Fuller. Nah, Fuller need to move inside. Mm-hmm. I like what you said, though, because that's a good point. Like, defense gave us some positives. Yeah, they gave up the 24, but Jameis stood out. Juice stood out. I mean, F.A. Obata had a sack. I thought, obviously, Payne and John Allen, they still they still dominating the trenches. Oh. We ain't getting much with sweat, but – Payne is he's seeing more double teams. Payne's nah, second boy, rated D-tackle in the league right now in terms of pressure from the interior. Like, he's having Payne's a balling. monster contract here. Payne is balling. Yeah. But, no, that was good. Listen, we need some turnovers, though. Yeah, for sure. We need some turnovers. Another week, no turnovers. Aren't we dead last in the league, as far yeah. as that is concerned? Oh, yeah, we did. I don't know if we're last in turnover uh, differential, but we are last in turnovers caused. Yeah, we got one, one turnover in 12 And it came on a play where <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has said, fuck it. Down there somewhere. If you think about <laughs> it, we don't even have a lot of almost turnovers. Nope. It's not like the ball's being popped out and we're not getting it or guys are getting their hands on passes. We don't really even have those. Yeah. What do you think that is? What do you think? I mean, I know – Turnovers are a very fluky thing. They just come in bunches, and it's, it, you know sometimes there's no rhyme or reason to how you get them. But I, I don't know, man. Like, are they just not physical enough? Are they not rallying to the ball? The, no, how you gonna cause turnovers? You're not even where you're supposed to be. Straight Facts. up, Facts. <laughs> not in position to make the fucking plays. <laughs> you're not even. In the Somebody need to fight. call up Peanut Tillman, so we can get. <laughs> they yeah. need to get some practice in as far as punching the ball out because, like you said, Paul, it's just. I didn't realize that. I, I completely forgot we only had one turnover all year. Mm-hmm. Like this, that's that's not going to get it done, man. It is not going to get it done at all. Like you, you can't carry on like this, man. You have no chance beating some of the better teams in the league when you're not turning the ball. When you're not forcing no turnovers. Shit, you no, you're not beat beating the bad teams, the bad teams in, the in the league without turning the ball. Nope, straight up. 
you're not good enough. Like you're not, we're not flipping the field at all. We don't really get. We haven't had a short field at all. Mm-hmm. Nope. So you got to get those things, man. Like fun, Sunday was terrible because it felt like midway through the first, like honestly, early through the second quarter, you're like, man, we don't really have a shot today because we can't block. This is not changing. It wasn't like the Lions game. Lions game felt like we could get back in the game. Eagles game was like, nah, sure. I don't think we can get back in this one. We're not going to block. We should really just hope that Carson don't throw a bunch of pick sixes and lose his confidence <laughs> for the rest of the season. That's really all I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Just don't throw mm-hmm. a bunch of pick sixes, bro. You're, you're, you seemingly aren't built like that. So, you got to move on to Dallas. That's, <laughs> that's, all you can, honestly, that's all you can do out there, Al, like that. You can't even be like, well, season's over. You just need to move yep. on to the next week, bro. Yeah. Well, I didn't we, even want to rewatch the game. Like, I, I didn't want to see that shit again. Yeah. That, like, obviously, the you, way we were blocking it. Yeah. Because obviously, if you play them all like play. that, if you play them all like that, you're going to have the first pick. I know you're not Absolutely. that bad, so we need to move on to Sunday. CJ Stroud, come on. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Seriously. Oh, Derek, the enemy? Let me stop. Let me stop. We don't even want to go down that road. I'm not going to do it. We don't even want to go down. CJ Stroud, fuck around. Say he don't even want to play here. <laughs> like we don't even want to go down that road, folks. Uh-huh. I'm not even giving that my energy right now. Yeah, like, not even want to go down that. Road. I'm not even giving that my energy right now. But that does come to a, to a a good point. Um, obviously Twitter is is doing typical Twitter things. Fans are fed up. They want Ron gone. This and that. I just want to take your temperature right now. What are your feelings on Ron, the coaching staff, the front office right now? I know that three games too early too early to make any kind of declarations about how you feel about coaching staff but um you know i mean I, I would say that some of my fears are starting to come to life with ron just like I, at times i feel like he's a great coach but the game has passed him by and sometimes i just i feel like he's doing the best he can with the piece he's given but then remember hey he's in charge of, of buying the groceries for this meal so what do you guys think about the job they're doing so far early in the season week three guys Sorry, week four. That's it, Cliff. It's like not even, to me, it's like, why are we even having these kind of conversations three weeks in? Mm-hmm. We, we, the season needs to play out. We just got to let it play out. Let's have this conversation in two months, three months. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about this kind of stuff in November. If it's if cool. we're five and eight or something, let's have those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. This guy's been here. This is year three. We started slow each year. I don't know why we start slow. It doesn't even matter because this shit is a long ass. It's a marathon any fucking way. Facts. So the question is really, are you going like the issue becomes Ron is Ron under actual pressure to win games? Because that might mean why you that might be the reason you're not making these incredibly like quick decisions, this person gets benched, we need to sign this kind of player. Because you're not under that pressure to like win this year mm-hmm. or else. Mm-hmm. That, right. that becomes a bigger question. Yep. Which is why I don't understand why the fan base is ready to just jump off the riverboat, you know, coaching staff. All, like, I get it. I understand. We, we're coming out slow again. Like Cliff said, we don't know why he's in charge of personnel. I get it. But there's a time and place for that conversation. And like Cliff just said, we don't know what type of pressure he's under. The, the owner's under a lot more pressure right now than the head coach right. is, if we keep it at a buck. Mm-hmm. So 
with that said, if I'm a part, if I'm Commander Nation, they need to get their mind right. Let's try to figure out how we're gonna go get a win and not focus right. on draft position or what we're doing yeah, as far as finding another quarterback or asking for to play Sam Howe or like we're not doing none of that. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. Right. right. We wait nine nine long months to see our team play. It's week four. They're one and two. It's a long season. And as like Cliff said, our first couple years with Rivera, the team started off slow. We usually they get better as the season progresses. So I'm gonna still I'm gonna hold off, Paul. Also, I mean we, we gotta see how it all they're plays. They're one out. and two after a game the whole fan base said they wouldn't win any goddamn way. So what the Straight fuck up. are you mad about? Dude, one and one? I if mean, I say if to I... you are they gonna win the game this Paul, does it matter how you lose games? It does not. Ain't no moral victories. I don't know. It just, it kind of seems like it do, It did to people. Because people didn't think we were going to win the game any fucking way. Mm-hmm. You just mad we got embarrassed at home. I get it. It sucks. We got embarrassed at home. You need to move the fuck on to week, week four. <laughs> you don't win week four. <laughs> First of all, you go to, the last time you saw these people, they put it up. 50. Yep. Embarrassed you. 50 piece. Embarrassed y'all fighting on the sidelines? Mm. <laughs> nah. You, 50, 50 piece. They need to yep. recover and win on Sunday, man. You win on mm-hmm. Sunday, think the conversation becomes different for October. You win on Sunday, different. you're 2-2 two and two after the first you're, quarter. You're, you're okay. And, yeah, you're 2-2. Two and two and You got some games where it's like these teams, they are right. Some of them aren't even that good. Like those are winnable games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if we thought we'd be playing maybe the best team on our on our schedule week three. I didn't think that we all thought that Philly would be this good. But you know, these next this next month is. I mean, there's some games that are winnable. I, I I'll say that. But let's move on to Sunday's matchup versus Dallas. First off, we'll be in the building. So if you're down there and you see us and they're acting a full mind your business, just, just pull up and hop out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely holler at us if you're going to be down in Dallas this weekend. We'd love to kick it with y'all. Um, let's talk about the game, though. Uh, Dallas had a, a, a little um, sack party themselves versus New York on Monday night, and they uh, posed some uh, similar problems that Philly posed to us this last Sunday. How do we now have a repeat performance um, getting sacked nonstop? Sunday down in Big D. Like, I, I, that, that's my biggest concern. I'm not worried about Zeke. I'm not worried about Pollard. I'm not worried about fucking Cooper Rush or CeeDee Lamb. How do we not get sacked 30 times by Micah Parsons and Tank Lawrence, first off? You can run that rock, bro. <laughs> Dude, you knew I was going to say it. Like, yeah, if there's no running game on Sunday, run. you can pack this yep. shit up. You're not winning. You're going to score 10 points. It's going to be ugly. You'll probably lose an ugly game. To me, I think it's the other way around. Is the defense going to shut shit down out here? Or are you going to get dogged by Cooper Rush? I've seen this franchise in this kind of game before. Yeah, know how this shit goes, man. Oh. Fucking Cooper Rush out here, 300, 320. Fucking May Flash's perfect QB rating. We've seen that before. Yeah, hey, they better have. not do that shit with us in the building, bro. Fucking I swear Noah to God, Brown. <laughs> like we've seen it before. Oh, for man. me, it's the defense. I think it's the Cowboys have a very good defense. 
So whether yeah. or not they're, it's a sack party or not, it's not going to be easy to move the ball on them. They face, they've clearly they faced two good defense offenses already. They've done a good job for both of them. It's not going to mm-hmm. be easy to move the ball. Obviously, don't get sacked nine times. Like, no shit. Don't give up mad sacks. But even if, like, if the game is tough, you might not score a lot. It might be like a game where you score 20. Defense, are you going to give up a 60-yard touchdown run to Tony Pollard on third and 15? Or a 70-yard bomb to C.D. Lamb? Like, that's the the type of shit that I worry about in these kind of games. Mm -hmm. Fucking third and 20, they draw the Pollard goes 80 yards. Hmm. (laughs) I'm with you, you, Cliff. I, my my whole thing is we've got to establish the run. I know I say it all the time. I sound like an old head when I say it because I just love when my team establishes the run. The run game opens up everything else for your offense. It allows your defense to get a break because you're extending some drives. You're moving the clock like you're protecting your quarterback. You're not keeping him on an island behind guys like Trey Turner who's getting his ass handed to him, who might get his ass handed to him again on Sunday. And I'm hoping they make an adjustment and not leave these guys one-on-one with Dallas's front line. If we leave them one-on-one, all hell's going to break loose. I'm telling you. And, I mean, y'all watched Dallas the other night. That front is filthy, man. They've got to establish the run game, which will set up the play action and take a little pressure off of Wentz and stop asking him to drop back and be Patrick Mahomes. He's not on that level. Establish the run with Gibson, McKissick. Give Jonathan Williams a carry if you have to. He had one carry on Sunday. Had six, seven yards. We didn't see him for the rest of the game. Right, right. Dog, I don't care if Carson Wentz finishes Sunday's game 8 or 11 for 99 yards and, and Gibson got 30 carries. If you got to carry the Rock 30 times to make this a game, then then that's what we got to do. I don't care how ugly it is. I don't care how 1985 football it is, man. You, you got to protect your, your, your quarterback first off. And if he can't protect himself, hand the ball to 24. Hand the ball to 23. It's just, it don't make sense. On defense, Cliff, we need more individual efforts. Montez Sweat, where you been at? We said this last week. I'm going to ask you again. I'm, I'm once again asking you again, like the Bernie Sanders meme, to make a fucking play. It's Cooper Rush. Can you puck, Can you put your hands on the ball? Can you get a sack? Can you shut down on third and 15 before the back seven does some fuckery? Y'all know I was high on Montez. I need more from you, bro. I really. You can't just wait till Chase to get back so he gets the double teams. You got to make a play. John and Deron, they're playing their asses off inside. They got no, we got no depth. And 93 and 94 are playing their asses off. We need some help from the edge, from number 90, a physical freak who does not have one sack on the season. I'm not saying it's all about sacks, but we need, we need you, bro. Mm-hmm. Especially this week. So I mean, Coach, we need Coach said he getting double teams. What you want him to do? I'm tired of hearing that shit. Hear, you I'm hear, tired of hearing hear that shit. Might be getting double teamed. I'm tired of hearing that excuse, Did y'all hear what Montez said? Did you hear what Sweat said? What did he say? Excuses are like assholes. We all got one. <laughs> he tried to hear that shit. Like, <laughs> I'm glad he didn't make no excuse, though. Like, Montez, no, you got to play better, bro. And it can't just be because Chase is not there. You got two dogs next to you that's kicking the man in front of them their ass. So we need you to step up and play ball. Like, we need you. Yeah. Cause a turnover, strip sack, something. That's all. I mean, anybody needs to cause a turnover. Anybody. I, I will say this though: I'm not as afraid of um, the Cowboys' offense with Cooper Rush as I am with Philly or even like dare I say it, even like the Lions Easy, or the Jags. Like I, I like Ceedee Lamb. I think he's a good player. I don't know if he's the best wide receiver in the world. I think he's 
more of a strong number two than number one at this point. See, um, see, this is how we do. I hear you, Paul. I just watched CD catch a one-handed ball in the, uh, the fucking end zone. What? Just a giant that, that was an elite. Filthy. Like, come on, man. Listen, no, filthy. he's gonna he's gonna make his plays. He's gonna make his plays. But he we, dropped we the sixty-yarder. He probably should have like one seventy-five or two touchdowns. I mean, he probably should. He probably should. He probably just should. put a record before he do that shit to us on Sunday, and I and I'm looking at you, the Jerry World. And I look over at you like, see, see what you did. See, see the fuck you did. What? <laughs> Nigga got 197. We looking up at the I mean, big ass scoreboard. <laughs> that's entirely possible. But you know what? I would rather, I would rather see Lamb go off for 195 and a touch or two touchdowns than to have. Zeke and Pollard grind out 30 carries for 200 yards on the ground. Yeah, you say and we that. Just shut, we just shut down Philly. You say that to a wild one of the better running offenses in the league. Like, can you just man. make them one-dimensional? Can you make Cup Cooper Rush beat you? Yeah. But what if Bill Jack isn't available or he hurts his back and it's Wild Goose in front of C.D. Lamb? The game is over, bro. <laughs> hey, it better not be. It better not be. Fine. I will lose my shit in Jericho, bro. Don't throw fine. me out. It's funny you said it, Cliff. I've seen clips of Danny Johnson practicing with the starters this week now. Well, not necessarily. I, I, oh, I, I take that back. You know how they only show us individual drills. I've seen Danny Johnson doing drills well, with St. Jude's, you know, on Twitter. So. guy up over Danny Johnson? I have no fucking – that's the million-dollar question. Have you ever even seen a guy play? Never seen him, never heard of him. Fuck out of here, man. Um, I'm worried about Tony Pollard, man. I'm just going to tell you now, that's going to be the problem in this game, boys. I can already tell. I mean, yeah, no. Nah, I mean, Pollard, Pollard is their best player. I, I, they're tripping not making him the focal point of their offense, but, you know. Over CD? Uh, Pollard's the I, – I said what I said, Seagass. The best part of the offense. I'm just catching no a little disrespect from Paul on CD. I, I, I'm Set not really sure for CD to go off on I would have said the same thing. I would have said the same thing about CD Lamb before the season started. I would have said – and I was the one who said – I can see them getting rid of Amari and making C Lamb number one. I didn't say that wasn't a mistake. He probably is a strong number two. There's nothing wrong with that. He's a good ass receiver. He's dynamic. He makes big plays. Is he consistent enough to be your number one receiver? He hasn't shown me that. That's it. But wait, wait, wait a second. Where's that coming from, though? I don't understand where that's coming from. I, I mean, I got eyes. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know what? Listen, Let's hope this CD doesn't make you eat those words with Jerry Rowe off Sunday, dog. Cliff, I might join you in staring at Paul oh, when he catch that bomb. <laughs> I'm a little worried that you just might have you might have put us in a situation. So when he mosses the shit out of Kendall Fuller in the corner of his mouth right in front of us, I'm going to look over you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> he's hey, 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 he's a good number two, huh? <laughs> he's oh, a please don't, don't. He's a hell of a number all, two, that 88. First of all, I'm oh, cutting this out of the podcast, so I'm, this is not going to see the last day. But what, what I'm saying is I think that if you let C.D. Lamb go off on you, that's not as, that's not as forgivable, or that, that's more forgivable, I should say, than letting them just grind out yards on the ground because I would take my chances stopping the run and letting Cooper Rush beat you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I hear you, man. I just – Look, I think this, the thing is, Super Rush has been there for a little bit. It's not like he's incompetent. The one thing he's proven himself sure. to be is somewhat competent. So, yeah, obviously you got to stop the run, put him in, in known passing downs. But, y'all see, I just, Tony 
Kyle's gonna kill us, man. I, I'm oh, I'm just almost certain of it. I'm almost certain of it. That is who I'm worried about. Fucking two. So just take a toss sweep. House it like it's college football. That's mm-hmm. the type of shit we For give sure. up in these kind of games. Yep. Shut them down. Four straight drives. Fucking third and eleven. They're like trying to give it. They're trying to punt it. This nigga houses it. <laughs> He takes a toss for 60. <laughs> Third and 11. They're giving up on a drive. He takes it for 60, bro. Come on, man. Don't let that happen, please. Please. Oh, man. Fucking 30 and 22. Oh. Little screen to Pollard. They can just cut back. Boom. House. <laughs> we in our seats like, where the fuck are the linebackers? <laughs> My God, did we line up with 10? We line up with 10 out here? What the fuck is going on? So that's, that's what I'm worried about Sunday, man. You could, the most dangerous man in the field, where's number 20? The most dangerous man in the field, where's number 20? I think for us, let's just hope, let's hope it's not a sack party at the start, man. Because Carson might get PTSD out there. Corey, you got to run? Yeah, I got like three minutes, well, two minutes for real. All right, let's just, let's just do our predictions then real quick. Keep it quick. Mm. All right, let's I go. started last week. Who going first this week? I'll, I'll start this week. <laughs> it's gonna be tough, man. I'm very worried. I'm very worried about Carson's mental state. You need to protect him early, man. Gotta protect him early. I think the defense is gonna slow him down. Uh this is gonna be a tight game. Late I'm gonna go twenty seventeen. Washington. Mm. I think it's going to be a close game as well. I don't think either team is going to, you know, pull away from the other. You got obviously Cooper Rush and our on their side, and obviously we have Wentz, but our offensive line is playing like a third string offensive line. And I'm praying to God they don't get this guy abused on Sunday, which also would go to Scott Turner adjusting. The game plan, I'm expecting more from Antonio Gibson, even J.D. McKissick. But I'm also expecting our defense to get a couple turnovers this week, guys. I think they're going to actually show up, make a couple plays, and the defense is going to be the difference. I'm going to go with 23-17 Washington. Um, first off, I, I can't wait to see Jared World. Um, it'd be nice to sit in a – state-of-the-art, beautiful stadium. As much as I hate Dallas and, and everything that comes along with that franchise, I can't wait to see uh, the stadium and, and finally see the hype. Like, I haven't met anybody that's been there that says it's not everything and more. I just can't wait to be down there and enjoy uh, our annual road trip. Um, that being said, we're coming home with a dub. It's going to be close. It's going to be low scoring. I'm going to say 17-16. Mm. guys. Damn, that means we're going to be sweating bullets oh, for four dude, quarters. We're going to be sweating bullets for four quarters. There's no way around it. I, I think I think the team is very tight. Like, I actually sort of wonder what will happen if they're to fall behind early. Like, 10 nothing, 14 nothing early. I'm going to come back. Like, the team is in a very fragile state. That's what Definitely. it feels like to me. It would be nice to get like, an early though. turnover. I will say one thing, though, and, and this may, might be just making it up. 
the team seemed a lot more pissed off and focused this week. And you saw that in the media. You saw them, like, uh, not being as social with the media as they had been weeks past with the more cordial and joking around. It seemed like they were straight business this week. Maybe that's me just making it up, wanting that. Maybe I'm just trying to will that from them. But um, I don't think that if they lose on Sunday, it's not going to be because they were fucking around all week. I think they're they're going to go down there focused and try to get this dub. Oh, yeah. I think. I hope you're right, no. brother. You have another first half like that one. Like you, the last two you had, the ship be sinking. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get the heat is gonna get turned up around here, dog. You come out here Facts. versus Cooper Rush. We down seventeen nothing at half. You barely moved the ball. All defenses look me. Nah, that's. Then we can have a different discussion. Yeah, for sure. I think for sure. I think we see another half like that to start a game. The conversation about this team, even for me, is going to be very different come Monday morning. Mm, tune in next week. So that means people got to go, dog. <laughs> find out. But that means someone has to go. Straight up. That's the thing. If you do that another week in a row, you come out here, listless performance to start the game, you're down three scores at half. Something major has to change. You have to make a major change, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't be on that. I got jump. You can't fellas. be on that state of course shit. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Finish up with me. Y'all good? No, we're, I think we're done. We good. We good. Run, run, run. 